Hello and welcome Behind the Marquee, the podcast where we talk about what's going on inside and outside the Michigan State Theater in Ann Arbor, Michigan. My name is Nick Aldrink. I'm the Programming and Media Coordinator for the Michigan State Theater, and I am joined by a special guest here direct from Sundance. Can you just introduce yourself for us? Yeah, my name is Andrew Cohn. I am the writer and director of The Last Shift, and it's great to be with you. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. So you're f- you're from uh, the, the area, right? That's true. Yeah, no, I grew up uh, not too far from from here just uh down the street on the old west side in ann arbor michigan um went to eastern michigan university and Mm -hmm. then uh had a stint in new york and i'm out in los angeles now but i'm here tonight and excited to show the movie did you study film at eastern i studied creative writing um i don't even remember if there was a really robust film school i know they had some Mm -hmm. film theory classes that i took um, but i originally uh wanted to be a high school English teacher. That was my path. That is where I saw I was uh, headed. But uh, things get sidetracked, and you know, fifteen years later, here here we are. So, where does Albion, Michigan, come into play? So, yeah, the the movie takes place in Albion, Michigan. Um, I had been doing documentaries for about ten years, and uh, I was doing a short teaching stint at Albion College. I was doing like a like a visiting professor thing, and um, I was there for a couple of weeks. And I became a little just a little enamored with the town. And um, I remember after I finished this documentary series that I was working on, I uh, wanted to make the jump into narrative. And I remember when I was in Albion, I always thought if I ever wrote something, it'd be a really interesting place to. Um, based the film just because of the history and um, demographics and I just this is a really interesting place and so when I sat down to write this script I knew I wanted it to take place in small town Mm -hmm. Midwest America and Albion was a place that I had knew the texture and world of and so it seemed like a natural fit so when you get uh, Shane and Richard onto this film, I think Shane's from LA and Richard's from Illinois. And so yeah. well, how, how did you like, this is Albion, Michigan. How did you describe uh, the setting for him? Well, a lot of it's in the script, you know, yeah. um, we didn't talk too much. We mostly talked about the characters. Um, yeah. You know, they, I, I think that any good actor of course is going to do research. And, and Richard said that he had looked at Albion, you know, he's from um, DeKalb, Illinois, which is, very kind of similar to Albion, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so he knew the world and kind of, you know, went to high school with those guys, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I think it wasn't too big of a stretch for him in terms of Shane's prep work. I'm not entirely sure what his process was, but, um, you know, most of the stuff, uh, was on the page, you know, that in, in terms of the descriptions of the, uh, the town and the area and the people. So, um, you know, I gave them a little entry point and let them kind of use their imagination. <laughs> so Alexander Payne is the executive producer on the film. And it, it, is it true that he was, uh, you wrote the script and he was attached to direct it for a bit? Is that, is that accurate? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. He, um, I had reached out to Alexander uh, to see if he was interested in executive producing the film, mm-hmm. um, which he ended up doing. Uh, but he, yeah, he wrote me back and uh, was interested in directing the mm-hmm. script, and we worked on the script uh, for a little bit together um, before he eventually had to take another movie. And he said, "Look, Andrew, you know, I have to take this other movie. I really love the script. Uh, I'd really love to introduce you to a couple friends of mine who um, produce some films." Um, and that was Ron Yerksa and, and Albert Berger, who are you know really incredible producers, and they produced 
Little Miss Sunshine, and they did Nebraska with Alexander. They did Election with Alexander. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point, we were just off and running, and Alexander was supportive the whole way. I caught him at a great time where he had a little bit of time to talk to me. He was in pre-production, but um, talked to me, you know, through the process and what to expect and was always there to answer questions. So it was was a great relationship, you know, and I feel like extremely fortunate. I mean, the guy's really a hero of mine and I just adore his movies and his take on the world and being from Omaha and staying true to that. And, you know, the way he approaches material and story, just that sort of, absurdity you know of just <laughs> regular people and life uh, and you know this kind of crazy carnival that we're on and I, I think he's one of you know if not my favorite writer director so to have him involved was just really really fun you know i can imagine so when richard jenkins signs on to the project how did he give you notes? How, how, did, how, did, how did he approach you as, a, uh, as, as an actor who's been in, I think he has something like over 100 credits on his IMDb page. What was it like working with him? Uh, total pro. Yeah. Total professional. Completely empowering. Um, on the same page the whole time in terms of the movie we wanted to make. Um, trusted me. Uh, you know, I, I was... I was just astounded working with him every day. I mean, he's just an incredible, incredible actor. And to watch it every single take, every single day, during the entirety of the shoot, I mean, the audience sees what's on the screen, which is incredible, and I think he's brilliant in this movie. But um, watching it every single day, you understand why he's considered, you know, two-time Oscar-nominated actor and considered yeah. one of the great actors of his generation. He's an actor's actor. Mm-hmm. And you talk to any actor, to a man, they'll tell you Richard Jenkins is one of the best because he's in the moment, you know, and he's not going in trying to accomplish anything. He's yeah. just there and he's present and it's pure and it, it's exciting to watch. And it, it's, you know, he surprises you, which is that's what you want. <laughs> You know what I mean? You want to be surprised. And he brought an edge and a dimension to the character that I didn't even see on the page. Um, And so, you know, it was a full collaboration all the way through, Mm -hmm. um, for sure. So the film is set within a small town fast food restaurant, right? Richard Jenkins, he's worked there for decades and it's his, his, his last shift. Have you worked in fast food yourself? Did, did you draw on your own experiences there for, for the screenplay? Um, I've gotten that question a lot. <laughs> I, I wish I had, well, maybe I'm glad I don't have more fast food experience and stories. Mm-hmm. Look, I, there's no secret I didn't have a direct path as a filmmaker. I didn't yeah. go to an elite film school. I learned the craft of filmmaking through my work in documentary. And before that, I cut my teeth, you know, uh, working a lot of crappy jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was walking around Ann Arbor and literally just every other block thinking to myself, I worked there. Well, I worked there. <laughs> I worked there. You know, I worked at NYPD Pizza. I worked at the you know, shoe store. I worked at a gas station, restaurants, you know, when I was 15, I did my first job ever was at Burger King on Stadium Boulevard. (laughs) And that was a big deal. I was very excited to have that job because I had a paper out at that point. That was Mm -hmm. more money than I had ever seen. Um, But, you know, it's it's all these characters and all these um, 
the faces and the places are all drawn from yeah. your experiences and little, you know, pieces of this person there, you know, pieces of that person there. And so uh -huh. I think just being present and observing the world around you is something that I was really, I was always just curious, you know? And so I think that when it came down to sit down and write, especially after doing documentaries for 10 years, right. Constantly in, you know, uh, rubbing up against real people and mm -hmm. exploring real people it was easy for me to kind of draw these characters into things that didn't that felt multi-dimensional you mm -hmm. know because i i know the people you know was there a specific project or documentary that you were working on because your your previous documentaries you know you you've you've covered small town life in indiana is that right yeah. and uh, across america was there a specific project you're working on where this uh the last shift was conceived it, you know, if I'm being honest, it actually grew out of my frustration with yeah. the form, with the nonfiction documentary form, mm -hmm. and feeling like I had creatively sort of hit a wall. Um, I was doing a documentary series for Stars, and I was in Miami for about six months, and it was a very grueling shoot. And uh, afterwards, you know, even post production was kind of a nightmare. Um, I probably shouldn't say that, but <laughs> it was. And and it, that's the kind of point where I just said, you know, I, I just, I need to find, um, you know, I need to challenge myself and find another outlet because I, this doesn't, I'm not enjoying this as much as I did when I got into it. And I think I was just needed a new challenge, yeah. you know? And I think that, you know, a, a lot of credit goes to the people around me, my wife, you know, my friends, you know, the people even in the documentary community who really supported me and, and just said, like, just go for it, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, it was fun, you know, it was really fun to because I originally wanted to be a screenwriter and got into the documentary because I didn't really have the resources or the confidence to make a narrative film. Mm -hmm. And so to then kind of come full circle and take everything that I had learned from documentaries and pour that into screenwriting and in fiction storytelling was really exciting you know and i was actually surprised how well it translated you mm -hmm. know especially when we got on set you know and i was really proud of the movie so did this film premiere at sundance was that a, it's it's u.s premiere yeah and you're here now where else uh, are, are you traveling with it at all um you know, I'm pretty busy working on my next film, but yeah, we're we're doing uh, a few other film festivals where I think we're going to do Sarasota, Nantucket, and uh, Sun Valley, and and a few others. But um, I'm pretty tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, just I making can, I the movie. Imagine. Yeah, just making the movie, and then Sundance. You know really takes a lot out of you so um you know i when i was younger i would do every film festival and you know and now i'm just a little bit more mm -hmm. you know i pick and choose or sort of when i want to pick up and go but you know the opportunity to come back and show the movie in my hometown i was so thrilled because i remember this is funny i davy rothbart who has uh, been a long time collaborator and great friend another ann arbor right sent me this email and this is before uh, you guys had chosen the films. Yeah. And he said, look, did you see this thing they, where they pick a movie every year? Yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, great. Gonna, <laughs> you know, there's going to be some movie from Sundance going to go play the Michigan Theater, <laughs> you know. And when I met Sarah at Sundance and uh, she saw the movie and uh, we talked about making it happen, I was just super grateful. But yeah. I remember when like, I saw the announcement, I was like, oh, 
if that's not my film, I'm going to be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you uh, have uh, do you have memories of coming to the Michigan or State Theater? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember going to the State Theater and seeing Pulp Fiction in high school, oh, and my really? mind just being just <laughs> obliterated. I re- I remember, I remember going to see Kids. Um, oh. And I went and saw Kids, and I remember I went to the bathroom. I think it was at the State. Yeah. And I turned back around and I went back into the theater and I watched it again. Yeah. I was like <laughs> this, I, I couldn't believe what I had just seen, uh-huh. the rawness of it. And uh, yeah, so I mean, and then a bunch of other movies in between, uh-huh. you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, lots of fond memories and, you know. It's just Ann Arbor is a place I hold dear. So you got a chance to you've had a chance to go back in and uh, see it renovated. Did I did. It's so beautiful. Yeah, you know, I I didn't recognize it. I right. really was like, I is this the same movie theater? Right. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's it looks so different, but yet I love that when I first walked into the State Theater when it was renovated because I I the the old State Theater holds a there's a it's a it's a holds a dear spot in my heart as well. And I was walking and I was like, it's not going to be the same. I kind of like the, the griminess yeah. of it. And I walk in and it's like, it's beautiful, but it does still have, yeah. have those little touches that remind me of. Yeah. State and it's theater. just a classic, you know, that mm-hmm. I think, I feel like the Michigan theater and the state theater, when I think of Ann Arbor, you think of, of, you know, you, th- that's the iconic shot you yeah. know, of state street, you know, or of Liberty, you know, and, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's just cool to be back here. Can you give us a little uh, taste, if you're willing, of what you're working on right now? Or is that is that is that still in your brain? It's locked away. I can't do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when can we? I don't want to. I'll I'll, I'll I'll stop there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's way too early. I don't even. You know, it's it's still being incubated and. and uh, <laughs> but I'm excited about it. Have you shown the last shift to any small town audiences? Is this? Is would you say Ann Arbor is probably like the small? The smallest audience that you've had, at least in no one's of... seen it outside of Sundance. Oh, really? Okay. No, I All mean right. we we premiered at Sundance two weeks ago. Okay, I, yeah. I went home and took a nap, and then I just got in a plane and came here. I mean, <laughs> you know, we did uh, uh, we, as, at Sundance. They do one screening in Salt Lake City. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, you know, it was a full theater of just regular people, no industry people, no press, uh-huh. you know, no filmmakers, and that was awesome. That's what I'm looking forward to today. Is just yeah. watching it and. Just, uh, down home, regular audience, yeah, not and bloggers and no <laughs> I'm just kidding. And our audience loves uh, loves when uh, hometown uh, heroes come back. Well, home I, filmmakers. Please don't use that, that, <laughs> <Sorry. that word. laughs> Well, they're gonna love it. And uh, thank you so much for for being here and sitting down with me for this for this episode. Yeah, I appreciate it. Perfect. Thank you so much. That's really